You're listening to Mid-South Minute, the podcast, where co-op and community collide. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mid-South Minute podcast. I am Katie, and today I am joined by our communications manager, Stacey Ferguson. Good morning. And our VP of Member Services, Justin Stapleton. Good morning. Today we want to take a look forward at 2023 and give you some insight into what you can expect from your co-op this year. So Stacey, I'm going to hand it off to you. Well, this year, Mid-South is super excited about just all of the events we have coming up. Every year when the new year rolls around and you know here come county fairs and here come all the school spring activities, it's exciting, right? So there's a lot of talk going on about who's doing what and where we're going and where we will be. So please look for us because there's a lot coming up. As always, Mid-South has historically participated in all of these things and we have been continuing to participate and certainly will be there again in 2023. Just to kick off the new year, right off of the bat, we've already been to several chamber activities across our territory. And just yesterday, we were at the State of the City Address in Navasota for both the city of Navasota and for Grimes County. Very promising. It's just exciting to look around and see the growth that's going on all around us. It's good for our small businesses. It's good for our families, our members. It's good for Mid-South. But it's uplifting, right? Just to look at 2023 and go, okay, as of right now, this all looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah. You know, one thing we always say is we're committed to our community. and, And in a way that we're doing that is through Youth Tour. So you can apply online if you go to midsouthelectric.com and find YouTuber, you'll find all the information, but it's for high school juniors and seniors, and they get to go on a trip to D.C., all paid for, and win a $1,000 scholarship. So make sure you go check that out because you have until the end of the month to apply. Yep, that is a trip of a lifetime. And I'll say community-wise, my kids are ready to get back into the Christmas parades, so I know there's a few people in Mid-South that are looking forward to that and uh, decorating our trucks and getting back out on the road. Yeah. Well, we even did some more, you know, Christmas-related events this last December, and the, um, the food drive that we had going on in mm-hmm. December, that was exciting. We had it back in person, all in person, so it was nice to actually get to see people and have volunteers with us rather than just taking stuff from the cars, and we got to actually talk with our community members. So. Right, and it, it may be that some of our uh, members don't know that, you know, even when things were on somewhat of a shutdown, that we were still in the background working and doing lots of things and, and at the food pantries and, you know, writing articles, visiting, touring, doing everything that we could safely. But like you said, Katie, now it's it's super exciting to look forward to 2023, bouncing off of the food drive we just hosted in December and go, all right, now it's face-to-face again, which is really where we like to be. Oh, yeah. So, Stacy, you mentioned in the background, and I think that's really important for our members to understand because sometimes it, it's difficult for us to even communicate or show our members how much we actually do in the background, uh, and so much can go unseen. Uh, there's a lot of people that worked really hard over the past few years almost doing two full-time jobs, and in some cases that's absolutely true, to where we, we stood up a fiber internet business and, and now offering phone as well. And to, to say that I'm proud of those, those people is an understatement. We've got a lot of people on staff that really helped us put that program together. And we brought, you know, blazing fast internet to the middle of nowhere, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that that's a project that we're all proud of. And we, we recently celebrated over uh, bringing on over 10,000 fiber subscribers. And we're pushing towards 11,000 right now. 
And that's that's really good because if you look at the model of, of Mid-South, we have a water subsidiary uh, company. We have a fiber internet subsidiary company. And the revenues from that company help us keep your rates low on the electric side. So, And that that's a concept we haven't talked a lot about. And that kind of goes into the unseen things in the background. But I think we'll probably get into more of that in the future as we kind of get a few more months down the road. Uh, but just understand that there's a lot that happens in the background, a ton of effort that's given to help keep your rates low, provide the exceptional quality service that everybody's used to, uh, and we're going to keep doing that. And bring needed, valuable services. I mean, we did have mm-hmm. membership who truly were struggling to access the Internet at any reasonable mm-hmm. speed, you know, which um, in, in today's world inhibits your lifestyle Yeah, well, quite tremendously. There's pieces of the territory where we, we don't have – fiber internet too because it's just outside of our electric service area that hopefully we'll get fiber to them one day but they're using satellite internet and it's just not the same and it's twice the money so hopefully we can get around that so and that that brings up a question that we hear all the time uh related to expansion when are you going to expand out from what you've already built and we hear it from folks in in madison county all the time people around the plantersville todd mission area when are you going to come bring us internet as well because my neighbor across the street has it but i don't well that's that's coming but I'll, I'll say this, I will be a bit secretive about where we're going and when because we, we face stiff competition in a lot of areas. Uh, a lot of the national brand companies are watching what we do, what we're charging for internet service, uh, how quickly we're building it, and they're, they're spying on us essentially. So I'm not going to get on here and tell everybody exactly what the plans are, but I will say if we're coming to your area, you likely already know about it. We're sending you information in the mail. We're sending you email communications if we have your email. And the best way to know if we're coming to your area or not is to pre-register at our website, midsouthfiber.com. Follow the prompts there. Click on the button. Put in your address, and it'll let you know. So if you're just in a pre-registration area saying coming soon, great. We need your information so we can communicate with you directly. Uh, If you don't do that, we're just going to have to snail mail you something based off the census data that we can collect and your address, and you'll have to communicate to us through mail. That's not very efficient. So go pre-register. Give us your information. That way you can be at the top of the list when we do come to your area with fiber internet. Well, and in addition, if, if you're maybe a little nervous that we're, we don't have you on our list or your area on our list, pre-registering in, in all of your neighbors pre-registering and everyone in your area who's interested, that also lets Mid-South know we've got great interest here in this area. Let's take a look. So That's it. Strength in numbers. Yeah. So fiber's looking good for this year, for sure. Let's talk about solar. Do we have any news on solar for this year? What are we looking forward to and mm. what we've kind of seen in the last year? In general, I guess. So with our, our Mid-South solar solution that we offer everybody uh, the chance to, I say everybody, the residential members to subscribe to, that saw a huge increase in participation this year around the June time frame. Go figure. You know, we were looking at natural gas prices um, increasing, which was causing our fuel charge on the bill to increase. So everybody was looking to hedge their, their bill a little bit, and they jumped on the uh, Mid-South Solar Solution pretty quickly. So we increased participation in that program by about a third. Uh, so really proud of that. And it's it's a testament to Mid-South and our, our forward thinking that, hey, we've got the solution in place. It might Everybody might not want it today, but a few years down the road, maybe they do, and we'll be ready for them when they are. So we saw significant growth there. Also on the member-owned solar solution. So that's a member that's buying it and putting it on their roof or putting on a rack in the backyard. We saw that increase quite a bit. Uh, I think we had about 70 or so 
new uh, new members that installed that on their homes. It is rather expensive. It's anywhere from forty thousand to seventy plus thousand dollars to do that. Uh, there are some really uh, sneaky salesmen out there that will try to sell you something at a really high price. So we encourage you to call us and ask us questions before you commit and sign a contract uh, and put yourself in a position that you can't get out of. So we have a team of people in place that can take your call and answer those questions. Again, you have plenty of time. Uh, don't feel rushed. Yes, there are supply chain uh, things out there in regards to solar panels, but you still have time to ask for help and ask the, ask the people of Mid-South how this is actually going to work and can it benefit you. Because if you have shade over your roof and you're putting solar panels on your roof, well, those production numbers that they're using off that general website are going to be a lot lower than what you're going to expect at your house. So anyway, call us, ask us questions. We'd be happy to answer. Justin, you brought up, you alluded to that solar really became more popular in June and July, and we kind of had that double whammy at that time of the year in that we had record high temperatures, and then we had record high natural gas prices, at least for our wage-earning generation right now, right? Mm -hmm. And those people who have homes and are paying electric bills and supporting families, we saw those natural gas prices shoot up, and it affected every single one of us. And so we saw the popularity in solar and people looking to other ways that they can um, get energy. Mid-South was ahead of that curve and that we had already been looking at that and had those, that, that means in place. But I guess maybe the question on everybody's mind probably right now is where do we go from here with natural gas prices? And of course, we all know the answer to that question, right? To some degree is, does anybody really know? You're constantly working within the industry. What are you hearing about natural gas prices? Yeah, but before I jump into that, I will say I think one of the best things you can do as a member is just become more energy efficient in your home. We have a really good rebate program. We encourage you to check that out on our website, uh, midsouthelectric.com. I encourage you to do that first. So I, I think as far as where the industry is headed, there's a lot of people that provide perspective on that. Uh, I encourage you to go do your own research and find your own answers. But we can be an educated source of information for our members. Uh, I think recently, what, what I read this week in the Huntsville item uh, was some, some comments from the Texas comptroller, and he was talking about the, the surplus that um, Texas has in their budget this year. So when they, they have a surplus, that means you know Texans did well. They made money, and, and, and in turn, the state of Texas did well because they collected tax revenue, right? Uh, and some of the things that he mentioned was vigorous growth in Texas. We have seen businesses, of course, like Tesla, uh, Samsung, uh, Toyota's moved some manufacturing here. A lot of the Silicon Valley companies have moved to the Austin area. Texas is growing in all the major mm -hmm. cities and all around them. And now um, the big news this morning, Universal Studios yes, coming to Texas I'm excited as well. About that. Wow. Pretty great. Yeah, that's that's coming in in Frisco, and that's just additional revenue for the state because they're, they're going to sell tickets and services in, in their facilities. So I think it's very exciting. However, there, there is another piece to that. Spikes in energy prices is one thing that, that he said. So I'll, I'll say this. He said the increase is a direct result of vigorous economic growth since the end of COVID-19 pandemic restrictions, spikes in energy prices, and the highest rate of general price inflation in 40 years. So for our purposes in the conversation, let's focus on energy prices and what that means. Uh, largely, that is the sale of fuels that are you know, generating power, generating energy, you know, gasoline in your car, diesel in your truck. Also, the natural gas that is used to produce electricity. So all those things 
considered, that's what's helping create this this big surplus in the Texas budget this year. Keep that in mind and really don't don't take it for face value. Do your research to find out what those things are. Uh, he also mentioned is, uh, paraphrasing, don't expect a huge surplus in two years. Um, and he has some other comments in here. He does mention that uh, the legislature in Texas does decide how we spend that surplus. You know, his, his role is not to be the person that tells everybody what to do with the money. He's just saying this is the money that we have, right? Uh, so the legislature decides. So he is cautioning that, you know, don't expect this huge $32.7 billion uh, surplus again in the next two years, you know, based on economic outlook and data that for the next couple of years, which there's a lot of companies that put those together. Please go look at them. Be, be a bit conservative, I think, is my interpretation of that. Spend it wisely and then uh, position ourselves well in Texas. Uh, I've heard uh, comments from uh, state officials and the comptroller's office, where, where do we make these investments? You know, maybe potentially in the electric grid. Hmm. That, that <laughs> might be smart, right? Yeah. So, and Texas has seen the electric grid operated in a more conservative fashion. Uh, and I, I know Kerry talked about that a while back when we had him on, our, our CEO. But what that's doing, especially what we experienced back in these recent cold snaps, is more of the generation facilities were essentially idle and just ready to go quick start facilities that can bring on electricity quickly for Texans. That way we didn't see that big, drastic uh, issue that we experienced with Winter Storm Uri. So when that happens, people don't just operate generation facilities for no reason. They have to make money. So it costs additional money for Texans to have all that generation available. But in my opinion, I would rather see that rather than see, you know, 200-plus deaths from Winter Storm Uri, right? Uh, you can't put a, a value on a life. I think that's very important. So I, I like that the the Texas system is being operated in a more conservative fashion. More power is available. Yes, it does cost a bit more money, uh, but it, it keeps everybody well, yeah. you know, to put it simply. Well, I'm putting it back into the electric grid would, I mean, just be great for the fact of when we have winter storms or when it's so hot outside, we're not going through rotating outages. Mm-hmm. That's something that we hopefully won't have to worry about if it gets mm-hmm. put back into our yeah, you know. reliability does come at a price, essentially. And if you look at, obviously, vigorous economic growth was, was in the quote. That's undeniable. We have people migrating to Texas from all over the country, all over the world. Texas is a great place. And I am biased because I'm a Texan and always have been. We we have to appreciate where where we at. And also, don't take it for granted. I know, Stacey, you say that all the time. Don't, don't take it for granted. Uh, we live in, I think, the greatest state in the United States of America and always will be. But we, we have to appreciate the things that we have. And sometimes going without is a way to really go appreciate that. So if you go through a small power outage and the power comes back on, there is this immediate relief that, oh, great, the power's back on. I can yeah. cook dinner. I can take a hot shower. So you, and at, at the, in those moments, you become really appreciative of what you have. And I'll, I'll, I'll make a story real quick. When we had a fiber Internet outage, I got asked the question by a subscriber if they needed to go get a hotel before so they could have internet like they had power at home they had water at home but their internet was there was a small outage and that we were working to repair that and they were concerned that they needed to get a hotel we're we're very perspective is important we're accustomed to our conveniences here in texas and Mm -hmm. you know you only have to um travel cross country just a little bit to realize wow the infrastructure in Texas, so I'm alluding to the roads in Texas, um, our, the signage that we have. You know, Texas is a beautiful state in and of itself, but there's no doubt our state government has done, a, and our city governments have done a great job 
in taking what we had, what Mother Nature gave us, and improving on it so that we can now, like you just said, invite more people to come here. People are flocking to Texas because of the economy. So on one side, as a consumer, we can say, man, the price of things really went up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the price of things, including natural gas, went up across the United States, not just in our state. But not every state can say that their economy is booming. Yep. Like Texas can say, our economy is booming. Yeah, and it sometimes it might feel crowded, like I'm, I'm guilty of that. Right. You know, I, sometimes I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people moving to my, my town. Where are these people coming from, right? But the taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture, especially from just the Mid-South picture, if you look at we're adding more, more homes. Every new home that we add creates a, a denser system for us so more meters per mile what that ultimately does is it reduces our operations cost essentially and increases our margin for that mile of line so it helps us keep rates lower for a longer period of time mm -hmm. so that is in that respect it's a good thing now we we do feel crowded sometimes because texans like elbow room especially native texans right mm -hmm. but you have to look at the positive side of that as well it's it's helping mid-south it's helping the state of Texas, creating tax revenue. There's a new home on a piece of land that wasn't there before. You know, the, the county can tax that, right? So it, it it creates a better environment, essentially. But just depends on how you look at that picture. Yeah. We're, we're in an awesome area of Texas, actually, when it comes to economic growth and opportunity. This is a great place to start a small business, send your kids to school, um, just a great place to live in general. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday the numbers we heard at the Navasota State of the City address were that there's a 5% unemployment rate in that area. 5%. Mm -hmm. I mean, who can even compete with that, right? I mean, basically, if you live in Texas and you want a job, odds are you're going to be able to find one. The odds are in your favor. Speaking of jobs, <laughs> right? we are hiring right now in the member services department and a few others. And if you're interested and you're a hardworking person that can work well with a team with a great positive attitude, I encourage you to go to our website, pull up the uh, the career section of our pages and, and apply there. And then our HR department will contact you. Mid-South Fiber Internet delivers world-class high-speed internet to businesses in our community. Take your business to the next level with true gigabit speeds, customizable packaging, and no contracts. Visit MidSouthFiber.com to create a custom service package and sign up today. Jump on the broadband wagon with MidSouth Fiber. Well, and you said a little bit about it earlier, um, that MidSouth has some rebate and rewards programs set up to make me more energy efficient. And it's funny you said that because that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to look around me and see what can I do to be a responsible citizen um, to do better about taking care of our natural resources and that sort of thing, but also to save myself some money, let's be honest, right? So what are some of those things that we can do and that Mid-South will help me do? I am a Mid-South member, actually. I'm on the Mid-South grid. What are some things, Justin, that I probably should look into? Uh, I think, it, depending on the state of your home, how old it is, um, these investments may or may not make the pencil logic sense, but if you're going for, you know, some new aesthetic and improvements on your home, perhaps windows are the right option for you. So you know that it might take you 15 years to get a return on that investment with those new windows. However, it's going to look good. You know, I, I did that in my home years ago. I could barely see out of my windows. They were so old. They're from the 70s. Uh, so I replaced my windows. I did see an, an increase in my energy efficiency. 
Uh, but it does cost a little bit of money. It takes some time to recover that. Uh, attic insulation is relatively cheap, especially if you do it yourself. I recently helped a friend do that. We put cellulose insulation in his attic after he got a new uh, AC system. And over the years, I think his home was from the 70s as well. He had bat insulation in his attic, and it just kind of compresses and shrinks over time. So you lose the insulation value. So he uh, he went to Home Depot, got all the cellulose insulation. I think it was 24, 25 bags or something like that. Rented the machine in about a, a morning. We were able to insulate his attic with a really thick layer of cellulose insulation. He saw a dramatic reduction in his power bill the next month. So, and we actually offer a reward for that as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so, and that's, so. that's that's if you contract a company and, br- and bring them in to do it mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, we've got a, a laundry list of rebates. I mean, up to and including you know, thermostats. Just we'll we'll get your AC tuned up, you know, for a hundred bucks, and typically that covers a tune up. While they're there, you know, give them a smart thermostat to put in in your home. And that'll help you control your AC system from your phone when you're away if you forget to change your AC. Additionally, if you enroll in our demand response program, Rush Hour Rewards is what we call it, you get a, I think it's a $200 rebate right up front. So that essentially covers the cost of a really smart Nest thermostat if you want to join that program. So we're really encouraging you to be energy efficient. What Rush Hour Rewards would do is like say we catch a peak event and we know that, you know, Texas is going to have, it's going to be 110 degrees today. Everybody's going to be using the AC at 3 o'clock. Well, we might choose to go in and bump your thermostat up 2 degrees for a short period of time, say 30 minutes, and then it goes right back to what it was. And you still have the option to override it, and you get the benefit from that. Additionally, we'll give you $10 a month for that four-month period during those peak months to let us do that. Yeah. And that's year over year that $10 benefit per month is there. So we, we are, I feel like, a, a company that does really strong rebates, committed to the people that we serve, and looking for any way that we can to help them mitigate their power bill prices. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something, like Stacy, you said that's your New Year's resolution. That's it's great for our members to, to think about mm-hmm. making that a New Year's resolution, is just finding ways to become more energy efficient, mm-hmm. taking advantage of our reward system so that you can get paid to become energy efficient as well, just because that's something that we don't know where natural gas prices are going to go. So you never know. It's always better to start that early so that you're prepared if spikes happen. Right. And, we, and you know, in Texas, um, what this is January right now, we know the spike is coming, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And it's, what was it, 70-something degrees yesterday oh, and yeah. kind of muggy, and today it's cool and breezy. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I, I think it's a beautiful day today. But, however, we know that the, the weather can change quickly mm-hmm. in oh, Texas. very quickly yeah yeah I, mean, I got a hailstorm the other night wasn't expecting that and I have a claim on my roof and both vehicles have to go through all that because of the hail was so big but anyway you just never know Texas it'll surprise you sometimes you never know it'll surprise you but we know for a fact that in June July and August we will not see cold fronts that depends on how you define a cold front. Well, I, correct, I, correct. I saw a weather guy say, you know, 80s. We went from like the 90s to the 80s, and they called that a cold front uh, or a cool front. I was like, that is not true. With this humidity, <laughs> I would not call that a cold front. No. Right? So yeah. it just depends on how you define that. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Justin and Stacy, for joining me today. This was a great conversation. We look definitely look forward to 2023, and we'll see you down the line. Uh,